And in this corner, nerds! And I'm gonna talk about me, myself, and my problems here for a little while. The Rule 34 questions were last week. That's not a puzzle, it's pushing blocks. I will accept confidently sounded episode numbers and issue numbers as actual evidence. But I want to hear about your other shitty character. Of course, invest in a robotic flavor flame. This is the Debate This Podcast. Welcome to the Debate This Podcast, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to argue over things of great importance, like comics, video games, and which Mario power-up is the best Mario power-up. Spoiler, it's the hammer suit from Super Mario Bros. 3. Don't at me, you're wrong. I'm Todd Thomas, and today I'll be moderating a long-contested debate of great importance, the Koopa Legacy. Today on Debate This, we'll be discussing which Koopaling which for all intents and purposes includes Bowser Jr., deserves to take over the mantle of King Koopa when Bowser decides to retire his Lava Fort moon base or affordable gated community or wherever it is that he retires to. Presenting their cases for a Koopa offspring of their choice today are my good friends, Andrew, Bring in the Dancing Lobsters, Henderson, Matt, Silver Snakes, Cole, and Kyle, Mike O'Malley, Harper. Now, before we get started, we should preface all this by saying that there isn't a ton of story canon over these guys. So per usual, this debate is going to be 25% fact and 75% argumentative bullshit. That said, I'll turn it over to them one at a time to let them introduce the Koopa they've hitched their cart to in hopes to take on the Koopa dynasty. Gentlemen? Hey guys, uh, this is Andrew. I'm going to represent... Uh, Roy Koopa. And before I want to do that, I want to say just real quick, this p- episode is of Debate This is brought to you by the Super Mario Wiki because, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, there is a repository of information on the Super Mario Wiki. Any Anyone out there listening, go on the Super Mario Wiki right now. It is bonkers. Whoever edited this wiki is yeah. both a hero <laughs> And I'm worried about them. <laughs> Let us know if you need help. There, there's a fine line between hero and villain, and this man is is definitely close to crossing it. Um, cool. All right. So let's talk about Roy Koopa. Uh, I love Roy Koopa. He's like he's like basically the glam rocker of the Koopa Links. He's got six shades. He's got uh, a hot pink purple shell. It kind of goes back and forth. Uh, I feel like he could like bust out a sweet guitar solo at any point. Um, I feel like when you're talking about the Koopa throne, and I don't think we've ever established whether or not this is an absolute monarchy or maybe just like an elected official, um, I feel like the, the heir of the Koopa throne needs somebody with a lot of pizzazz and a lot of, uh, a lot of chutzpah, um, the attitude to back it up. Um, Roy Koopa is not only the coolest, but uh, the most intense of uh, the Koopalings, and that's something that uh, you know you need. The, the throne needs someone who can pump out a crowd and and lead an lead an army to their undeniable doom. Um, he's a perfect combo of uh, brash ego and absolute ignorance. All right, well that was certainly something. Um, not gonna say it was a good thing, but it was something. Matt, let's hear what you have for us. All right, let's uh, let's talk Bowser Jr. here, friends. Let's talk about heirs to the throne of King Bowser. You know who gets to be the heir to the throne of a king? Typically the prince, his son, the bloodline, Bowser Jr. Not baby Bowser, because that shit got decanonized and retconned back in 2007 with Super Mario, or, uh, Super Mario Sunshine. And now we have Bowser Jr., who is this kick-ass, angry little turtle who is actually related to Bowser... And very much deserves to get his throne, as opposed to your 8-bit Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle colorful knockoffs 
of Roy and Wendy. You know who's cool? Bowser Jr. You know who has a dope-ass ascot? Bowser Jr. You know who has his own clown car? Bowser Jr. You know who's gonna be the heir to Bowser's throne? Bowser motherfucking Jr. That's who. I rest my case. All right, um, ascot and clown car. Strong opening statements by um, by Matt Silversnakes Cole. What you got for us, Mike O'Malley? I got two words for you, Todd. Girl power. <laughs> um, we've 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 tried having a, a man in charge of Koopa Kingdom. Isn't it time we had a woman in charge? <laughs> um. Bowser's wasted a lot of times trying to kidnap princesses, and um, I think having a leader who wouldn't be distracted by such things would be a refreshing change of pace for for our kingdom. Um, she's got, she knows how to accessorize. She's got that sweet ass bow and those Sonic Ring uh, bracelets going on. Um, you know, Roy's not the only one rocking the pink shell. Uh, Wendy, Wendy did it first and did it best, and and honestly, it's it's her turn, guys. Just just gonna let that hang out there for a second. So so for all intents and purposes today, I am operating something like the executor to the Bowser estate. Should Bowser pass on, I am deciding for him who it goes on to, and so. I want to start this out uh, hitting one of the things that, that you all kind of touched on. I need to know what makes your character unique. What makes him stand out? Bowser's thing, big and spiky breathes fire. Not that special at the end of the day. You know, we need someone to take on the throne who will bring something to it. So tell me what makes your Koopaling or child or whatever we want to call it, what makes them special? Why would they be good at this? Yeah, I'll start. Um, so let's let's go back to talk about Roy. Uh, so actually, and this is if we're talking canon. Oh boy, howdy! Let's talk some canon. Uh, Roy is actually the oldest and obviously the strongest of all the Koopas. Which, if we can establish that we're looking at a dynasty completely ruled uh, for uh, based on power, based on physical strength, uh, there is there is no substitute for Roy Koopa. Uh, all of the boss fights involve him pounding the ground. He does that weird video gamey thing where he makes tremors. So if you're like standing on the ground, you you get the tremor. But if you jump, you don't affect. You're not affected by the tremor. Um, but more importantly, if y'all have seen the latest, like the newer games, he always ha he's always like hoistering like a fucking bullet bill cannon on his shoulder, like a bazooka. Dude, dude is jacked. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. This the 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 showmanship. And uh, the 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 utter pizzazz that the that this uh, this group really needs. The Koopa Empire has seen a lot of defeat, and I mean a lot of defeat. Um, that's going to be taxing to the army. Uh, anyone that's left in uh, in Mario's wake, it's gonna they're gonna have a, a low morale. Probably not likely to continue fighting the fighting the good fight. They need that enigmatic leader to keep them going to get on stage and and uh, you know. Crank out a couple awesome guitar solos. Roy Koopa is the Axl Rose of Basel, Bowser's lieutenants. All style, all zero substance. <laughs> he he embodies the rogue nature of uh, the rebellious Koopa army uh, with his take no prisoners, menta prisoners mentality. Um, I 
So let's let's talk about the Super Mario Wiki again. Um, I, fa- <laughs> I found in the footnotes of this podcast there will be so many references. Oh, there's so many references. My my, uh, I've got three pages of AMA citations. Um, <laughs> listen, there are so many quotes in this bad boy. I just pulled a couple of the best ones. So this is from the Super Mario comic. Uh, this is this is Nintendo official Super Mario comic, and I quote: "As long as you're smaller than he is." Oh, oh, he was used to be called Bully, Bully Koopa. That's how awesome he is. He used to be called Bully Koopa. Bully. All bullies uh, are awesome. Roy, Continue. Roy will push you around. His favorite sport is stealing lunches from second graders in wheelchairs. It was written by Nintendo. <laughs> I feel a lot better about, uh, about some of the things that might have said yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, he, uh, can we just he edit says, in radio silence there so everyone can sit with that that, that <laughs> statement said? Nintendo wrote that as a game for kids. Um, there's another line in one of the Mario and Luigi games. Uh, he says, nah, books are dumb. Into the trash it goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he's just, he's just, he's just fucking awesome. Um, and his name is based on uh, Roy Orbison, which is like really cool. doesn't really fit the character, but I like Roy Orbison, so... Oh, you, don't, you don't think Roy Orbison stole lunch from, from second grade birds? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Well, I can't I can't take back anything that Andrew just said, but I'm really hoping that Matt can give me some sort of hope for the future of the of the Bowser or the Koopa Kingdom because right now all I'm imagining is an army of bullies pushing kids that are disadvantaged out of the way. So please Hells to the yeah. Matt, tell me what what Bowser Jr. would bring to the throne. Listen, he zigs, he zags, he's powerful like his dad. You better not underestimate Bowser Jr. And that's a quote from Mario Hoops 3 on 3. Thank you, Mario Wiki. (laughs) (laughs) Bowser Jr. Bowser Jr. stands out for a lot of reasons. My personal favorite reason Bowser Jr. stands out is because Bowser Jr. can become Shadow Mario. And that's pretty freaking cool. You know, uh, if we're talking about what sort of things a leader should have, I think that a leader should be able to embody the people that they are leading over. And we all know the Koopa Kingdom has reign over Mario. Uh, Bowser is just not very good at it. But Bowser Jr. kicked Mario's ass as Mario. He got all dressed up as Shadow Mario, painted a bunch of shit, and made Mario look really bad. And now everybody hated him there for a little while. Bowser Jr. is a powerful guy. He's got a lot of influence among the people, obviously. Like, look at the Isle of Delfino. They all demonized Mario for something he didn't even do, didn't even do. All because of Bowser Jr. He's incredibly unique. He plays a bunch more sports than the other Koopas. He's played tennis. He's played golf. He's played basketball. He's been in Mario Kart. He's been in Super Smash Brothers. Bowser Jr. is everywhere. He's a well-rounded type of person. Not only because he's very round. Unlike the other Koopas who are weird and pointy and 8-bit. Bowser Jr. has prevailed and come out of the weird 8-bit generation and is still relevant right now. And he's not Baby Bowser, which is an important distinction because Baby Bowser was gross and ugly and his ascot was not as dope-ass as Bowser Jr.'s was. Bowser Jr. has a dope-ass ascot, and that should put you in the lead. I rest my case. So, so what I'm hearing is for Roy Koopa, he's a bully, picks on the nerds. For Bowser Jr., he's kind of like the artsy guy who wears an ascot. So we've got kind of two ends of the spectrum. Tell me, Kyle, where does Wendy fit into this equation? 
So what Wendy is going to bring to the Koopa Kingdom is smart leadership. Let me pull up one of, a quote from Wendy Koopa um, from Super Mario's, Mario Bros. 3. Um, she, is, she has said, This is my first time I've met up with Mario, and I'm studying his moves very carefully. She watches and learns. Um, you know, Bow Roy, Roy, Roy's a bully. Um, Bowser's a bully. Isn't working out for Koopa Kingdom. Um, Bowser Jr., same thing as Bowser. He wants to kidnap Princess Peach. Sure, it's so he can have a mom instead of uh, a bride, but still leading us down this weird kidnapping the princess mission plan. Not not a great direction for a for a kingdom. Um, Wendy Koopa is gonna gonna not try and kidnap princesses. She's gonna do a whole. It's gonna be a whole new era for Koopa Kingdom. She, she's gonna, she's gonna study moves and learn what's going on, and I think that's what we need right now. Um, Koopa Kingdom's been trying to kidnap princesses for thirty years and has not succeeded. Maybe it's time we give up the ship, boys. So, so that's that's an interesting point. So, talking about ships and and things that haven't worked for for a long time. So, you know, we are entering into a new era. Um, you. You, one of you three will be the lifeblood. So let's get rid of what's old. So lava fortresses haven't worked. Fortresses in general have not worked for the Koopa Kingdom. Tell me what your castle or fortress will look like under your your child of Bowser. What new fun thing are you going to bring to the castle fortress situation that will make that effective in this in this new I guess new dynasty? So let's let's what do you got for us, Roy? So. You're absolutely right. What we've been doing hasn't been working. It's time for change. I say we lean into it and we double down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to cite. Uh, so Roy is the ruler of oh, my favorite level in, in SMB3, which is Skyworld. Um, so when you go through Skyworld, you do the first half, which is on the ground. Then you go through the fortress. And it's this giant spiral fortress that gets you up to the clouds. It's like basically Mushroom Kingdom's Tower of Babylon. Roy, Roy has already built, a, Roy has already built a structure high enough to touch the gods. I say we lean into it. We go further, baby. We go all in. Um, so I want to, I want to compare, I want to mash this one together with the castle from Mario World, which is basically uh, this is the one in the Forest of Illusion, um, which is also pretty awesome level. Um, that whole castle is basically made of lava. The floor is literally lava. There are, no, there are no floors. We mash those two concepts together. We have lava floor, tower to the sky. Wait, I'm not done. <laughs> so, so a volcano. So, so hold on. All right. So now the next question is, well, how do we, how does that, how do we get around? We just have an, an empty tower with lava. No. Um, so here's the interesting thing about all the castles. I, I've, I've, di I've dove deep into the Mario wiki. Um, Roy has, has mastered uh, anti-gravity technology when it comes to industrial applications. All of his castles have like some floating conveyor belt systems. The one in Mario World has a weird like block snake puzzle, but we'll, we'll hand wave that. 
I think we utilize, obviously, since he's mastered anti-grav, um, we have a series of uh, conveyor belts and other anti-gravity platforms that allow other people to get around. But we don't let Mario in. And we build this tower to the, to the stars um, so high that it'll block out the sun so that no one will ever question Roy's indomitable reign. All right. So we've got Sky Fortress and Lava. Um, bold, bold to go with what hasn't worked, but you know, I like, I like what you're doing by taking two bad ideas and mashing them together and hope that they make one good idea. Um, but you know, let's, Matt, let's hear, let's hear what, what Bowser Jr. has envisioned for the future of the Koopa Dynasty headquarters. I would like to answer your question with another quote. <laughs> good. This is my magic brush. When I draw with this, all my wishes come true. Bowser Jr. 2007. And that, that, Todd, is where we are now. All of your wishes can come true with Bowser Jr. Whatever kind of castle you want, whatever we think is going to work, we have a magic brush with Bowser Jr. We can draw whatever we want. We want spinning pinwheels of death, we get spinning pinwheels of death. We want lava floors, we get lava floors. Or if we want dragons... We can get dragons. Anything you can imagine, Bowser Jr. can draw with his magic brush. Now, I'm not going to lie, there's probably going to be some clown paintings around, which at the end of the day are pretty horrifying anyway, so I think that might work as a strong defense. Uh, and, you know, there's some general clowny motif, being that there's a, a clown car and a, a clown face on Bowser Jr.'s dope-ass ascot, but here we are. We can have whatever we want. We have a magic brush. So I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking large castle. I'm thinking probably somewhere in an island, like the Isle of Delfino. Let's take our our ruling off of uh, off the mainland. Let's put ourselves somewhere safe. Um, let's build a large castle. We'll paint it fun colors, just like the fun colors of Super Mario Sunshine. And we're just going to put all the crazy shit we can come up with. It's going to be like a goddamn Mario Maker level in there. Because you know what? Bowser Jr. was in Mario Maker 2. And that's my favorite Mario game that's not Super Mario Odyssey. And that shit's important. So here we are. Whatever you want, we can have it. We have a magic brush. So we've doubled down on the bad ideas. We've said, fuck it, whatever we want, we'll do it live. Um, what is, what is Wendy's view, Kyle? What does Wendy view is the ideal fortress situation? Todd, Wendy's, Wendy's rule would be one of diplomacy, um, fact gathering, facts, espionage. Um, we're, we're, we're going to end the reign of brute force over Koopa Kingdom. Um, but if I had to pick an aesthetic for Wendy's fortress, um, she she was uh, she lorded over uh, the water world in Super Mario Bros. Three, and um, I know if there's anything gamers hate, it's water levels. So we're gonna we're gonna fill her castle <laughs> with water. Um, we're gonna we're gonna flush Mario out, so to speak, and um, and just really really dive deep. We're gonna. We're, I'm talking, talking deep pools of water, lots of swimming, lots of awful, terrible controls um, that that Mario ha can't navigate, <laughs> and um, and we're 
We're gonna make, we're gonna we're gonna wash it out. Water Kingdom. <laughs> so <laughs> so those are three very different views. Um, none of them particularly good, if we're being honest right now. But they they are three different. That's one man's opinion. <laughs> Listen, my idea is limited only by your imagination, and now you're just saying your imagination isn't very good. I got a shitty, broken imagination. Um, so okay, so you've so we've talked about aesthetics of of the view of the outside. So let's talk more about about the internal working. So. It's not just fortresses and lava and water worlds and fun time painting extravaganza here in um, Koopa Kingdom. Um, we've got some some serious issues going on. And so my question for you three would be, you know, we're talking top to bottom here. What structural changes are you going to bring to the Koopa Corporation that would make it most effective in its Mushroom Kingdom domination? That's been, you know, plan A. That's been since day one. And it's not worked. So what structural change, what different approach are you going to bring to it? Roy Koopa, what you got? All right, let's do this. So when I think of, you know, you've got one person sitting atop a, a physical throne. They've got to they've have dominion over this gigantic army reaching, you know, miles and miles and miles across, across many lands. Who better to emulate than Sauron? I'm thinking, so here's, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'd like to pitch for you. We make this we make this tower, right? And like we go total eye of Sauron right here. We have Roy sitting atop of his of his throne pointing to the stars and he's got his his bazooka in tow and he's just blasting the land with bullet bills. Just a shower. <laughs> a shower of missiles going out. My god. Blighted land. This is real like if you've ever played Final Fantasy 6, this is like fucking Kefko World of Ruin shit. You know, that's that's great because everyone knows Sauron won at the end of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, this, this is one thing that worked out really well yeah. was that well, plan. I mean, you, you don't create the one thing that could bring your untimely end. Duh. That's fair. Yeah. Um, my, my original, my original uh, inspiration was Kefka, but I knew you guys wouldn't get that reference. So eventually people will stop going outside and... They'll resort, They'll have to hide inside, and then probably later underground. Um, but this will this will help to keep the power. Um, this will not, you know, this will stop people from from thinking that they could usurp the throne. This will uh, this will give real real praise and and uh, and in incite all of the troops to you know keep the keep the flow. And every once in a while, Royal whip out a sweet guitar solo just to just to reignite the flames a little bit. Is Roy taking notes from Kim Jong Un? <laughs> this is so. I was when I when I asked for structural changes, I was looking for like a better workflow or a supervisory change. Yeah. But you know, a tower that fires <laughs> rockets onto the populace is also potentially very effective. So I mean, fear one, works. That's uh, that's one person's take on this question. Um, Matt, how do you well, what what structural changes would Bowser Jr. bring to the Koopa Corporation? Well, all right. So let's be honest here. Bowser Jr., obviously Bowser's son. He's seen the inner workings better than any other of uh, these other Koopaling peons. Um, but if there's one thing that is true, it's that Bowser often treats Bowser Jr. like another minion and like another part of the workforce. 
But Bowser Jr. has seen that, and he knows how it feels to be treated as a minion. So he's not going to continue to send his random Koopalings out to their demise. He's not just going to send people out to get bopped on the head by the vicious Mario. He's going to work a little better and be a little stronger and work more with his technology and value the lives of his employees. So obviously he's got the clown car. The clown car's got all sorts of modifications. It can play tennis. It can play baseball. It can have wheels. It can fly. It can do everything. Obviously Bowser Jr. is a gifted inventor. So I think we're going to see the Koopa Corporation take more of a Dr. Robotnik turn and less of a, you know, mindless minion sent out to be destroyed by an evil plumber. We're going to see a lot less death from the Koopa Corporation. A lot less floating up and then floating back down after three hits to the top of the noggin. We're going to see some serious investment in life, which I think probably means full health coverage, if I had to guess. Uh, probably better benefits. And I think that will lead to higher employment, and maybe we won't just have to rule over the Koopa Kingdom. I think people will fall right in line when we offer them everything they ever want, just like communism works. <laughs> so so our, our two takes, just for those for those keeping score at home, um, tower that launches rockets into the populace to scare them, and a better healthcare plan. Um, so two different, but dare I say similar approaches, maybe. Um, how how is how's Bowser Jr. going to pay for this healthcare plan, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, before, Where's that before money you come answer from? that question, I want to say no one questioned where Roy Koopa is getting the endless onslaught of rockets. This has been an analogy for the United States. Thank you. So, <laughs> moving on to lock this in, Wendy Koopa, Kyle, what structural changes does Wendy envision for the Koopa Corporation going into this new this new approach on life. Wendy Koopa once is going to beat Mushroom Kingdom by leaving Mushroom Kingdom alone and focusing on Koopa Kingdom. Wendy Koopa wants to build Koopa Kingdom up um, and you know and really just just make make Koopa Kingdom the place that Mushroom Kingdom wants to be. I said it before, we're going to stop trying to kidnap princesses. That doesn't help us in any way. Um, Koopa Kingdom's greatest resource is its people. Um, there's a seemingly endless amount of Goombas and Koopas and Dry Bones, and they all have very great talents, and I want to put those talents to work I'm sorry, Wendy wants to put those talents to work in Koopa Kingdom. Um, and we, we're going to leave Mushroom Kingdom alone until we've built ourselves up enough that we'll, they'll, we'll crush Mushroom Kingdom by them wanting to join us. We're going to be so great, Mushroom Kingdom will, will be banging on our door for our help. Um, that's what Wendy's going to do. So what I'm I'm getting this kind of uh, Leslie Nope vibe from Wendy Koopa, um, and and I, I I dig it. So I've got one more question before I want you to really just shit on each other because my God, there's space for shitting. So my final question for you. Let me set the stage. It is 2018. Koopa Troopas are out. We're done with them. So their strategy of walk left 
and then plunge to their death or maybe turn around and then slowly walk right, it's not doing it anymore. I need from you your suggestion of who is the new frontline warrior. So who is the new face of the front of of the Koopa army? So we've got our Goombas, they're not going anywhere, but Koopa Troopas, they're gone. It's 2018, they're so 2000 and late. We're done with the Koopa Troopas. Who is your, your, your Bowser Troopa that you're going to promote to the front line? Who's your new face of the Bowser, of the, the, the Koopa, I guess, empire? I would say, to answer that question, Todd, we'd have to take a step back. I think the question is less who, but more what. And that what is fear. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. We've, we've, we've already created a war economy, right? So we, yes, we've created a we've created a system where uh, we've we are, are the citizens are are uh, are docile because they're just creating bullets all day. We feed those bullets back into the environment, into the atmosphere, pumping more fear into the war economy. Um, we we probably will have a little bit of a propaganda campaign, nothing too crazy. Probably more like support the war effort. I think we really we really just doubled down on uh, on on creating the war economy because that's really where um, this new world order will shine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Um, so so after that question, I'm afraid to ask what what happens next. Um, so let's let's turn it over to to Matt. So. In Bowser Jr.'s world, when he's talking about this will be the face of the Koopa Empire, you know, along with the Goombas. We're not getting rid of Goombas. We like them. But who is replacing the Koopa Troopas as the the face of the Empire on, like, the surface level? Uh, we're going to go with my boy Stu. Trampolin Stu <laughs> from Super Mario Sunshine. You can look it up. You can look it up right now. Trampolin Stew is an actual enemy. Oh my fuck, what is he? From Super Mario Sunshine. You just go look it up. You look it up right now and you tell me that Trampolin Stew isn't the scariest oh, hell yeah. shit you've ever seen. He, oh, that's the stuff of nightmares. Not only is he terrifying and super effective, he also shits out little stews known as stomping stews. So we're going to get Trampolin Stews and stomping stews all over the place. And they're going to take care of everything because they're huge and they're mean and they shoot pain all over the place. And they're from home of baby Bowser, the Isle of Delfino. And they also have a weird little eye on top of their head. And I think it's kind of freaky and I like them. That's horrifying. He looks like a Goomba that went through like scientific experiments. (laughs) Yeah, like like he's seen some shit. Um, all right, tramp, trampolin stew. He's a, he's a strong contender. So, so far again, for those of you keeping score at home, fear and, uh, and the, what seems to be the physical embodiment of fear, trampolin stew. Um, Kyle, tell us what Wendy Okupa feels would be a, a solid face for this, what has turned into a propaganda machine. Todd, I've already said it. Um, Koopa Kingdom's strongest asset is its citizens. Um, Wendy Koopa isn't going to give up on the Koopa Troopas. She's going to retrain them and get them back out there with, uh, in a, in a ready to face the modern world. Um, she's going to teach them more skills than just walking left and falling to their death. She's going to get them unpaid internships. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, she's she's gonna get them real jobs in in energy and infrastructure, Matt. We're gonna we're gonna put them to work rebuilding Koopa Kingdom. I I I just can't believe you guys are so willing to cast aside your, the people of your kingdom. Um that's that's my that's Wendy's answer, Todd. We're we're gonna double double down and reinvest in our people. You've all given me a lot to think about, and and I I I know you all have a lot to say about one another because I sure should have a lot to say about you. Um, I'm gonna just kind of reflect for a second and let you just go because there's a lot happening here. I don't even really know where to go from here, <laughs> if we're being completely honest. Because, you know, I've, i i got to be real here. I don't know if my leg to stand on is that much stronger than Roy and Wendy's. I think the best part about my argument is that at least people know who the fuck Bowser Jr. is. Uh, okay, so I would like to call. I would like to clarify a couple points. All of the other Koopas have been in the other games, just not in the one game that you've played. <laughs> All right, you know what? Fuck you. That's not true. I'll pull up the Mario Wiki right now, and we'll compare it's all game Super lists. Super Mario Brothers Wii U, motherfucker. They're all there. Yeah, they're in Super Mario there. Brothers Wii U. You know what they're not yeah. in? Super Mario Maker. You know what they're not and in? 3D Double Dash. You know what they're not and in? in 3D Super they, Smash Brothers. They're in Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, Mario Kart 8, the one that no one liked and they had to re-release the for a better console. The one that sold The one that like came out twice? The one that was copies. so good Double they, Dash they out made sold, money out of sold Super Mario Brothers. Or, um, All right, clack, Kart clack, 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 clack. We're looking, we're catching <laughs> your ass on this one. I want to point out your, that your, your clown car has been driven by every single one of the Koopas now and is not a, is not a basis for leadership. Yeah, but it's better when Bowser Jr. drives it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that sweet ascot, though. That's his the, driving ascot. Also, the clown car is on loan. I think that was a birthday present for his fifth birthday, because the clown car, I'm going to push up my glasses now. Shut they up. Originally, originally appeared in Super Mario World, driven by um, Bowser. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hate myself, too. Um, look, I mean, all y'all... It was good arguments, but let's the, the, let's face facts. The Koopas don't rule Mushroom Kingdom; they rule the Koopas. So, how is the Koopa, How are the Koopas going to get more power? They're going to need to lean into it. They're going to need to show that they're stronger, and they're going to need to. They might need to walk over a couple dead bodies to get there, but you know, at the end of the it's day, it's been thirty years. Can it's we a double down an anymore? There's. I think so, we can. I think. So I think. Many we so many start. attempts. Give up the ship. Let's let's work on ourselves, guys. I think I think we can make a couple improvements. You know, we can take out the green Koopas. All Koopas must be red. All Koopas must turn around. I think that's an easy change to make. Wow! It cost a lot. <laughs> so now um, we've added racism to Roy's <laughs> campaign. Uh, to, just to let Andrew suck on his own foot for a little while while it's in his mouth, uh, I do. I need to sit on my own dick this time because Mario Kart Double Dash was the second worst selling Mario Kart of the entire <laughs> no, series. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. That's actually really surprising. I refuse to accept that Mario Kart Double Dash wasn't the best selling Mario Kart. That is headcanon, and no one can tell me different because that was the most fun Mario Kart. We'll start that podcast right now. Okay, debate it. I'm taking Double Dash. You all can take fuck all whatever one. I'm telling you, no. Mario Kart Double Dash 
by far the best Mario Kart. I'm yeah. with you in that head. Oh, it's cannon. really good. But that makes sense why it doesn't sell because nobody had a GameCube. Yeah, but that it only sense. it sold 6.88 million copies. The only one that sold less was the Game Boy Advanced Mario Kart Super Circuit. Um, actually, we were all wrong. That one, that one was hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good. Mario Kart Wii. Coming in strong with 37 million copies. Yeah, that's... that's oh. Was it like a ev- launch title? I mean, no, it, was, it, it was because the wheel came out. Everyone was like, It was so, the wheel. Yeah, My mom the, bought it. Like, yeah. everyone had it. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're... Okay, we can... We can... That's a, that is another episode which no one likes the answer to. Um, well, so... So let's... 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 We've got this kind of bundled up. So I want to hear... I, I've got some decisions to make, and you've given me a lot of, a lot of things to think about. So let's hear some closing statements. So so sell me one more time on your your Koopaling, your Koopa Kid. Um, why? Why should your why should the crown hang heavy on your Koopa's head? <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Listen, power is everything in the Koopa monarchy. This is a civilization that doesn't solve problems by love and feel-good vibes. Um, this is not Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope is Princess Peach. This is a civilization that solves their problem by punching. And no one is better at punching than Roy Koopa is. Motherfucker's got a bazooka. All right, I'd say let's take this tower to the stars. Roy is going to, and I'm going to quote, I got one more quote here to use. Uh, quoting um, Paper Mario Color Splash, Roy Koopa is going to uh, buy, buy all you jerks a one-way ticket to Painesville. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> not and, and to clarify, not not the small, not the city in northern Ohio. They're not just like going to Painesville. That would that would be lame. The defense uh, rests. <laughs> um, let, Matt, let's let's hear. What, let's, so, yeah. <laughs> what do you got for Bowser Jr.? All right, Bowser Jr. Um. So let me let me hit you with some fast facts here. Bowser Jr., he's been in the Olympics four times. That shit's important. Bowser Jr. has the clown car. Other people may have driven it, but he has it. It's his. In all the games, it's his. Bowser Jr. can become Shadow Mario, and you can't deny me that that's really cool. And most importantly, Bowser Jr. has a dope-ass ascot. I rest my case. Those are those are all valid points. Um, also, is actually the son of Bowser actually the <laughs> descendant of the throne? We, we don't know that to be true. There's that, never been a DNA it's test. It's canon. Yeah, it's, it's who's can- his mom? I want to see the papers. Yeah, I want to see. I want because, a DNA test because I don't want. I don't want this horrifying reality of like Bowser having a brood. <laughs> I want to see. I want like to see the birth say, certificate. You want to see a birth certificate, Kyle? Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> I did that, say you it. You want to see a long form birth certificate, Kyle? Is that what you're gonna say? Because he was born on Delfino Plaza, an island that's not on the mainland. Kyle, can we? I would like to <laughs> hold, hold, hold. I want to quote the Mario wiki here. His actual mother has not been revealed, although Shigeru Miyamoto once jokingly claimed that he was the mother of Bowser Jr. So there it is. That's that's the most Wait, that we have. He's Shigeru that, Miyamoto's what? kid. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Oh, so so well, he had the eggs. He yes, he, yeah. in a sand were, turtle. They were like born birth. out of his chest like a like an alien from mm-hmm. Alien. Definitely. Well, there you go. Which um, is why, okay, he speaks, so, why, why he communicates in English makes sense. So so last but certainly not least, what your closing statement from you, Kyle Michael Malley Harper? I 
I don't even know why I need to argue. Um, we've got a fear-mongering war hawk in Roy. Um, we've got a continuation of the monarchy that has failed us for 30 years in Bowser Jr. Um, let's, let's topple the patriarchy, guys. Put a woman in charge, Wendy O. Koopa, uh, for leader of Koopa Kingdom. Um, it, it's her turn. All right, so I'm going to take a second to think about all these things, these passionate closing statements. Why don't you all take a quick second to, to say some nice things about one another here? No. <laughs> I refuse. Um, yeah, like Roy... Like Roy Koopa is sweet looking. Um, that's he's you know he he wields that giant bullet bill bazooka and wears those glasses like no one else. Um, and Matt, you're you're not wrong. Um, Bowser Jr. does have a dope ass ascot. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead, Andrew. I'll go. I'll go. Um, yeah, yeah. Wendy, Wendy's pretty cool. Um, she's like. She's like constantly ready to go to like ladies' eighties. I'm into that. Yeah. She's got like the cool bangles and stuff. Yep. I'm into that. That's cool. Um, I'm. I was looking through quotes. I was trying to disprove you earlier, Kyle, and uh, it's you're. It's pretty rock solid. She's. Uh, she's had a pretty consistent character. I was like. I was thinking like they. You know like they had to at one point made her like a weird sex symbol. No, but they never did that. They. They got. They. They went like they steered into like the weird like how about a kiss. Kind of shit, but that was Mario's missing, and I don't count that. And <laughs> no one, world. no one. That's counts the crown that. jewel of the Mario franchise. <laughs> it sure is. Um, and then uh, Bowser Jr. Uh, he he does have an an okay ascot. I've always read that as a bib, as like a like a child's me, like mule bib. I mean, it looks more like a bandana. Like yeah, a, I think it's a bandana yeah. to me. The like, Mario wiki calls it a bandana. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We'll we'll call it space fade. Um, I love that cart. I love uh, Bowser Jr. is one of my favorites in Smash Brothers. I love that cart, and uh, I love. Uh, oh, one thing you you didn't say, which I think is probably relevant. Um, he's like the inventor, like the new the new, his new personality. He's like he's like the tinker. He's uh he's less he, he's less. I'd call him less Eggman and more like Doctor Wily. Like he's always making weird robots and shit. Yeah. He's got the he's got the little like. Bowser bombs that walk in Super yeah, Mario and Super yeah, Smash yeah. Bros. That's like, and, that's and, what they're. That's how they're defining him now. I mean, he was like, Super Mario Sunshine was like the freshest take on Mario, to to that point. Like, uh, oh yeah, like Bowser Jr. was such a like mm -hmm. ray of sunshine coming out in Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> oh wow. I really oh, didn't no. mean to do please, that. No, please, where, no. Are we rule 34-ing oh. right now? <laughs> I, I want that. Well, no, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Andrew oh, said something about making Wendy Okupa a sex symbol. I had to yeah. know. I wondered why did. you were making all those faces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it exists. Yeah, forever no, I, unclean. I, that's that's burnt into my like mind's eye. Like that's um, there forever now. Have have any did any of you guys in your research look at why they're named the way they are? Yeah, they're all named after yeah. like musicians, except yeah, Bowser it's all Jr. it's all American. That's all the um, American translation. Like they're not named that way in Japan. Oh, that's cool. That's I didn't know that. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, it's neat. They, uh, the more you know, it's like because like and now it's just canon. Um, it was like back in the days when the American translation was like a team of three people, and they wrote those instruction manuals. They're like, I don't know what the fuck. 
and they um, didn't they just like, like didn't consult the Japanese team at all. They, yeah, yeah. I mean, like whatever. I guess I well <laughs> so wait so, hold on. Yeah, I didn't I, say I anything think, nice yet. I gotta say nice oh, things about never people. Mind. What? I thought we tapped out on nice things say to say about nice. those people. No, um, I like I like how sassy Wendy is in every picture that isn't a Rule Thirty Four <laughs> picture. She's really sassy, <laughs> and I kind of like. Thank you that. for clarifying. You're that. welcome. Um, I really like that Roy Koopa is always just kind of like bent over and hunched over, like they intentionally tried to make him look dumb but strong. Yeah, and, he's such a schmuck. I know. I just kind of really like I it. it. I, I kind of like it about him. He's. Yeah. I like both of them. They both look really cool. I dig that a lot. I think generally they're they're fun designs. I was really happy to see all of them in Super Smash Bros. By the yeah. way, yeah, not Super Smash Bros. Super in Mario Kart Eight uh-huh. because like and Smash they, Bros. They're both not. Oh yeah, they are. They're yeah. That was how skins. they that was how they revealed that you could have eight players in one game at Smash Brothers. They revealed Baby Bowser and then all That's the other right. seven or Bowser Junior. And like, just what a great like. What a great throwback that was to throw in both those games. Well, so I, I, I've I been listening to this for a while, and I've got my own thoughts, so I'll kind of give you my thoughts on your arguments before I announce my winner. So we'll just go right through the list the way we've done the whole whole you know podcast. So let's start with Roy Koopa. Um, it's a bold take. Dare, dare I say a hot take on, on, on what you do. I mean... Um, raining destruction down from an endless tower surrounded by lava uh, that scrapes the sky. Like, you know what? I it's it's. I was gonna say it's not conventional, but it is exactly conventional of what Bowser's been doing for the past couple of decades. And it's pretty um, fucking metal. Yeah, no, it's real metal. Real <laughs> metal. Can't argue with that. I think the uh, you know the concept. I think your quote was buy all, buy all of you a ticket to Painesville. That's mm-hmm. uh that's a slogan. I think we can all get behind. So. You know, there's a there's a little bit of that inside of all of us. Um, you know, as far as Bowser Jr. goes, I do like the uh, the concept that truly you are only limited by your imagination. I mean, he's got he he you know he's got that paintbrush. He kind of showed up to the scene a little late, and people were like, "Oh, who the hell is this?" And he's like, "Nah, I'm here. I'm cool." And everyone's like, "Yeah, I guess he's always kind of been here. Sure, that's fine." Um, and he can really do whatever he wants to, and that's I dig it. Um, you know, I think. To not respect the the diplomacy that that Wendy Koopa could bring to the kingdom would be a short sighted approach. Um, I like thinking that it's canon that she is level headed and she's ready to to chart a new course and set a new destiny. Um, you know, for the reasons that I have said and more, I've got one clear winner. Um, there's only one way the kingdom can go to get better than it has ever been, and that is under the the guidance of Roy Koopa. Um, Roy right. Koopa is Roy yeah. Koopa is the one that's the only logical decision. And so I'll tell you why. Um, I think about the greatest leaders that I've ever seen and Roy Koopa directly embodies one of my favorite Dwight Schrute quotes. <laughs> um, about in the Schrute family, we believe in five-fingered intervention, awareness, <laughs> education, control, <laughs> acceptance and punching. <laughs> and I think that I think that Roy Koopa is is ready for that. Now here's here's the best thing. So Roy Koopa, you're now in control. This is your kingdom. Awesome. Um, I've got your first task, and I need you to answer it for me. So here's the deal, Roy. See, your brother Iggy Koopa, um, he's had numerous HR complaints against him. Uh, specifically, some pretty racially charged comments against the angry son in accounting. Um, and uh, 
So I've set up a meeting between you, Iggy, and the uh, bullet bill from HR. So I need you <laughs> to tell me how we let him go from the family business. Can you just walk me through what that looks like? Well, I, I feel like this is probably going to be a pretty uh, tenuous conversation, but I do feel like it's going to culminate in punching the fuck out of that nerd. <laughs> he, is, he, is, he is a nerd. Can we, so, can we for a second talk about the, uh, the angry son in accounting? That there's just an angry scowling son in accounting? I, I didn't catch it at first. You meant S-U-N. I, that, oh, yeah. yeah that, oh, that's angry great. son. He's the one that... So, so punching again, it's, it's solid. So, so this has been the debate, this podcast, follow along with the argument on Twitter at debate, this cast, and let us know what you think. I'm Todd Thomas. I'm Andrew bring in the dancing lobsters. Henderson. I'm Matt silver snakes, Cole. And I'm Kyle, Mike O'Malley Harper saying thanks for debating with us. And if you disagree with our arguments and decisions, then we're challenging you to come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. <laughs>